0: The Keys to Life podcast begin with the idea that women need access to sound wisdom, biblical truth and practical keys to be empowered in their daily life. This is an offspring of Life Builder seminars. The Keys to Life podcast is designed to help you transform your life by hearing and knowing the truth so you can walk in greater freedom than you ever thought possible. Life Builder Seminars was started by Dr. Kathy Guerrero nearly 25 years ago with a passion for creating a safe place for women to be equipped and empowered for life. As a counselor, pastor, business owner, and grandmother, Dr. Kathy's passion is to build and empower women. We are so excited you are here and can't wait to see what God has in store for you.
1: Hello, everybody. We are so happy to have you back with us again today on Keys for Life, presented by Life Builder Seminars. Uh, we want to uh, just really encourage you that uh, we know that you are a person who's hungry to grow, to mature, to be established, and to succeed in your life, so that you can then take other people. Places that they were not able to get to because of your example. You know, we we want to uh, make sure that we're not trying to impress people, but we just want to impact them with keys that will bring excellence in life. So I'm glad you're with us today. And uh, we have back again this uh, podcast, our friend Ramalia Evans, and she just did an Excellent, excellent job on our last podcast. So hopefully if you have not heard it yet, you'll go back and you will review that because we're going to just kind of continue with that same topic, talking about maturity. You know, growing up is hard to do sometimes, but we are going to put forth great effort so that we can be the best that we can be. And you know, when we are good and growing and maturing and being established, You know, it's so beneficial for our children. So as we uh, sow into our children with a mature lifestyle, then they will begin to emulate that through their own lives. But right now, I want to introduce you, my friend, Romalia. So, Ro, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself again for those that didn't get to meet you the last time?
2: Sure. My name is Romalia. I'm the administrator for a nonprofit, um, I'm also currently in school working on a counseling degree. Very
1: good. And I'll tell you, she's bright, she's beautiful, and she's the best, that's all I can say. Thank Love you. this woman. So we're so happy to have her on because I know that she's going to bring some uh, keys that will be absolutely life-changing to you. So as we go forward with our topic on maturing, I want to talk just a little bit today about uh, some qualities of a person who's uh, responsible in their maturity. And, you know, this, these are just things that are so practical and yet sometimes we can miss them and uh, then we don't get where we've wanted to end up. So the first one that I'd like to just talk about is uh, the ability to maintain long-term commitments. And Ramalia, you're one of those persons. We've been friends for uh, over a decade. And I've watched you, and you know how to maintain committed relationships. So would you tell us just a little bit about how that works out and what causes all of that?
2: Yeah. um, For me personally, when it comes to maintaining any commitment, I think my... What what helps me is I just decide beforehand. Um, So before I commit to something, I try to make sure I understand what the commitment will entail. Like, how much is it actually going to cost me in terms of time? If I take on this commitment, what um, what else will I have to say no to? Um, And then in terms of relationship, that's definitely more of a value um, for me. So I guess I'm kind of weird, I guess when I when I meet someone or make friends, um, I just, in my mind, I'm just like, well, we're friends now, like forever. So <laughs> yeah, that's, that's kind of how I think about it. But, um, in terms of maintaining a commitment, I think the biggest thing that works for me is just deciding beforehand that I will, I'm going to keep the commitment no matter what. Um, so that's how that's, I, that's, that's how I do
1: it. That's so powerful. You know, so many of us go into, uh, relationships and we think, well, if it works for me now, Okay. But if it doesn't, well, we'll just let it go and move on. But that that kind of an attitude sets you into a cycle where you keep going through different relationships. So it may be with your girlfriends, it may be with a job, it may be with uh, uh, maybe even a romantic relationship. You you don't want to give it your all, therefore you don't get back somebody else's best. Right. So that's great. Thank you. And I'll tell you, she's perfect. I watch her and she just amazes me. Uh, And then another quality uh, would be uh, to not be uh, shaken up by others' opinions. You know, that's so powerful when you, you don't have to be motivated or moved by flattery or criticism. So Ramaya, tell, tell me a little bit about that, because being secure in your own identity is something that I, I watch you do so well. So can you can you give us a little bit of information on that?
2: Yeah, I think um, over the years, it's been really hard for me to, to strike the balance between um, making sure that I'm teachable and taking wise counsel, and then also making sure that I'm not um, uh-huh. I guess judging myself by the opinions, praise, or feedback from others solely. And so, um, with that I found it really important for me to to know that I know that I know that I'm doing what God's called me to do and that I'm being who he's called me to be. And for me, once I once I can establish that, then I'm kinda like, okay, everything that's that's what I measure everything by like am I am I doing what he's called me to do? Am I developing um, in a way that would make me successful in what I'm supposed to be doing. And that helps me kind of stay focused. Um, but with that, also, like, ultimately in my prayer time, like asking the Lord, okay, you know, search my heart and Good. and show me um, those areas where I'm lacking. Good.
1: That's great. You know, I, it makes me think about the scripture in Proverbs, Proverbs 16, 7. It says, when a man's ways please the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. So as as even Ramalia was saying, you know, we decide ahead of time. And I know that pleases the Lord because God is a faithful God and he wants us to be faithful. And he commits to us without any other option he's committed to us. And so I think just taking on that attitude. Now, of course, that... Uh, doesn't negate the fact that we have to set boundaries and do different things like right. that. But just going into uh, a relationship, and you know, let's let's not talk even about, say, personal interpersonal relationships. But what about a relationship with a job? You know, people go in and they go, oh well, this will do for a month and a half, and then I'll move on. And uh, they don't take into account the training that went into getting you into that position and all those things. So uh, maturity is just really being faithful when you take on a commitment. So that's great. Another thing that is just very interesting is uh, making decisions. That are based on character and truth and not just feelings. That's a big one. That's a hard one for a lot of people. Uh, But uh, and even Ramalia had mentioned that you know it's a value for her. And so uh, living by our personal value and uh, allowing a principle to guide us in making decisions, not just how we feel about something at the moment. Right. So why, why don't you share your, your take on that Ramalia?
2: Yeah. So, um, as far as, you know, making decisions based on, on character and truth. Um, I think that it is important to acknowledge our feelings and even more than that, understand why we may be feeling a certain way. You know, like I love, you know, the word says like get understanding. And so we can, you know, ask the Lord um, we can ask, you know, the mature people in our life, whether that's our our accountability partner, our pastor, our mentor, to help us get understanding of our feelings and how those might be um, guiding our decisions. But then after we acknowledge our feelings is making sure that we're not making decisions solely based on our feelings. Um, and so I think a lot of times what that looks like is is even recognizing how do I make decisions? Like, what is the process I go through when it's time to make a decision? So if we, if we have a process set in place ahead of time, then that, that will make a big difference. That's so
1: good. That's so good. Uh, you know, I, I always go back to the fact too, that, uh, someone who is mature, uh, is master over their own emotions you know and so that's part of your our character development is to master our emotions or to rule over our own emotions. Right. I love it. it says in Proverbs 25:28 uh, whosoever has no rule over his own spirit is like a city broken down without walls. That means that we're defenseless. Mm-hmm. We have no boundaries, we have no limits, we have no uh, ability to maintain that stability. And so uh, I'm I, I'm, I'm always in awe of people when I watch them govern their own emotions. That's that's really a, a powerful position to be in. So thanks, Ro, for that, that's great.
2: If I can interject sure, one sure, thing, because sure. um, I think sometimes, we can feel like we're being um, quenched if people say, oh, don't your, your emotions. And so I don't, I want, like, that's definitely not not the goal. Um, but I think it is important, especially like coming out of a, a business background. Like most of us know that it's not appropriate to cry in the middle of a business meeting. <laughs>
1: um,
2: but yet we'll go to another place and burst into tears and then wonder why people are suddenly uncomfortable and not able to not able to relate. And so it's not that we shouldn't be able to express our emotions, but it is important that we understand when and where it's appropriate to do so and how to govern ourselves until we can get to that place.
1: So true. You know, it tells us in Ecclesiastes, there's a time and a season for all things under the sun (laughs) and business meetings is not the time to cry. Definitely. So that's great. I love that. Well, it's thinking about that just kind of makes me think about humility. Uh, you know, humility is, is not thinking less of ourself, but it's, it's thinking of ourself less. Mm -hmm. And so Uh, Being able to acknowledge that God has given gifts and talent, and we can honor God in that, uh, but we don't have to be all puffed up. I always talk about it as like the peacock syndrome, you know, we're walking around showing everything off that we have, Uh, but it's really humility is the opposite of arrogance, and so we have to learn how to be assertive and not aggressive. And so that's with uh, governing those emotions. Again, sometimes we can become aggressive and we think that's just being assertive, but they're so totally different. Mm-hmm. And of course, one of my favorite sayings, I say it over and over and over again, and it's well worth saying again, uh, that uh, particularly women, we need to learn how to be assertive. You know, we're, we're not a doormat. We We do have strength and we can take care of these things, but in that being assertive, we should never be aggressive because an aggressive woman is is like being a bulldog in pantyhose. Mm-hmm. It's not attractive. Right. So ladies, you have to remember that. Be assertive, but don't be aggressive. Yes. So share, share a little bit because I watch you and I watch how you navigate uh, with humility. Uh, you know, this gal's a bright gal, let me tell you, but she never comes off as a know-it-all. So t- talk to us a little bit about governing those emotions and how, how, do you, how do you walk in that humility? I know it's a decision, but mm-hmm. why, why don't you tell us a little how you do that?
2: Um, walking in humility and governing emotions for me has been a lot of self-talk. Like I'm, a, I'm an overthinker, so I have to make sure that I don't overthink things and that my thoughts are going in the right direction. So a lot of times, like literally during the day, I have to remind myself Um, to, which I, which is really hard for me, but just remembering to look people in the eye, to turn and face them when they're speaking to you. Like those things show that you're listening, that you're attentive, um, and that you're honoring their time. Um, and then self-talk for me also looks like asking myself or just saying to myself, okay, that was, that was a prideful reaction. And so like one thing I'll notice is when I get that, like, I don't have time for this. That's, that's pretty much a, prideful statement because i'm saying my time is more important than your time um and so so for me it's listening to my internal dialogue but also telling myself and reminding myself okay be be honoring like be humble and so like i have something on my desk that says like be humble which i forget about but i try (laughs) (laughs) i try to remember um but it's it's i feel like it's a, a conscious decision for sure
1: that's very good. That's very good. So, uh, you know, this may be one of those areas where um, maybe some of us that are listening say, Well, I had never even thought about that, that I'm putting my time as more valuable than somebody else's or uh, your priorities above their priorities. You know, it's, it's very interesting because uh, uh, really somebody that's mature is really able to put others before themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's that's pretty hard sometimes. Sometimes it's easy, it's an easy thing. But more than likely, it's not easy. But uh, there's a quote I found, and it says a mature person is one whose agenda revolves around others, not self. Mm-hmm. So I can't give credit for it. It was an unknown quote, but I, I thought that's that's really pretty pretty powerful. Yes. And so those who put others first. Uh, really in essence they practice forgiveness not allowing themselves to harbor resentment Mm -hmm. because once we we become resentful and we had talked about this in a previous podcast so you may want to go back and listen to some of those things because we were talking about envy Mm -hmm. and how envy brings resentment uh and so maturity uh is like Ramalia said. She she watches herself talk, and so when we become uh, prideful or resentful, and it's in our thoughts, what we don't pay attention to will eventually then come out in actions or words. So good job, bro. Thank yes. you. Okay, and then how about? Um, those that are, are, are just so spontaneous. Now, I know you're a thinker, huh. and <laughs> I've worked with Ro for a long time, and she, she really thinks things through before mm-hmm. she takes action, makes a decision or anything like that. But, but uh, she also seeks wisdom. Before she makes a decision, which is so vitally valuable to maturity, mm-hmm. so uh, tell us, tell us what when when we're seeking wisdom before we take action. Mm-hmm. Tell me what that looks like for a mature person.
2: Um, I think it honestly it looks like being willing to be vulnerable and willing to be transparent. I think one of the best things I had a, a leader years ago who told me. That it's okay to say I don't know. Um, in a business setting, it would be I'm not sure, but let me find the answer. Um, but in in a regular, in any other setting, it's okay to say I don't know or I don't understand. Can you please explain? And for me, that was like such a freeing thing because I was I was a lot younger then and trying to prove myself in the in the executive world and and so I just I felt like I always had to know the answer and I always had to look like I had it together. And so when I heard that and I was like, oh, I can just I can ask questions freely. um, It it really opened it up for me. So in terms of, you know, how to um, get that get that wisdom, I think it's being being vulnerable enough to say, would you please help me um, in this or can I please get your feedback? And it's actually pretty exciting when you realize that you don't have to do everything by yourself
1: so good isn't that true I'll yes. tell you. well you know a, 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 a mature person is always going to surround themselves with wise counsel mm-hmm. I mean that's just so important you know it tells us in Proverbs 1 5 a wise man will hear and will increase in learning and a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsel mm-hmm. so uh, if if you're going to mature get yourself around uh, some that are sages you know a sage is someone who has mature and wisdom in their thinking Mm -hmm. and so we need to find those people and then uh, find the ones that are trustworthy and you know I had somebody the other day make a statement about they had a decision to make and so they went to someone who really didn't have much wisdom and asked them for counsel and they asked me well what what do I do and I just said well it's really pretty simple Uh, if you you know don't ever go for wisdom to somebody who doesn't have wisdom <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because you're not going to get what you need mm-hmm. so just make sure that you're you're again connecting with the right people asking the right questions and don't go to someone who is uh, maybe has no experience in the area that you're asking counsel about right You know, we can we can have head knowledge, but there's nothing like experience. Yes, that's why it's so it's so important for young people to stay connected to mature people Mm -hmm. because that's where experience comes in. A young person doesn't have the experience yet. It's just they haven't had time to go through those things where a lot of times the, the older people have already experienced it and they understand how that works. But then again, the older people need to stay connected to the younger people because they have strength and they have passion and they have uh, new creative ideas. So together, right. what a beautiful team. Yes. So I, I really just encourage you to find some of those people that you can connect with and get that wisdom absolutely and and do understand please that there is always a solution if there's a problem that means there's a solution and god is the solution up for everything really we can go to him and we can find uh, in his word you can always find a principle that you can apply to any situation right So, so tell tell me how 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 do you find wisdom Uh, when you need that and you're going to someone, what do you look for in that kind of a person?
2: Um, I tend to look for people that definitely have a lot of life experience, um, but also people that are, that I know for sure are integrous. Um, So people that are stable, I've seen them live life. I've seen them go through hard seasons and still make the choice to keep their integrity. And for me, that's, that's, that's who I, will always go to um, because I I can trust that. That's good,
1: that's good. You know, it, it tells us in James 1, 5, I always go back to the word again. If any one of you lacks wisdom, oh how, how, how gracious that was, if anyone, huh. like there just might possibly be somebody out there that lacks wisdom. If any one of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all liberally mm-hmm. and without reproach, right. and it will be given to him. Yes. So even before you go seek wisdom from other people, I would really encourage you to just ask God.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What 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 does He want you to do in areas that you have no idea? how to get there. He's always got a solution and he's always got a plan. Right. So that would be my, my encouragement to all of you. So with those keys in mind, I would really, really encourage you again to go back, listen to this podcast again, write some of these things down, and then take them as a key. When you put a key in a door that's been locked, it'll open it up so you have access. Uh, the same hand. If you have a key to, and you've got an open door, and maybe you're not getting the results that you really would like to have, that key then can lock that door so that you can take a different path. Mm-hmm. So let's let's make sure that we're doing what we need to do because God is always going to do His part. So yes. let's agree with Him and do our part. Be encouraged. Be empowered. Mm-hmm. Be strengthened. Be blessed, and be assured that you have what it takes to get it all done yes all right well Ramalia thank you so much for being with us again today you are an absolute treasure to us so thank you again and for those that are listening we will see you real soon on our next podcast see you soon bye-bye
0: thank you for tuning in to the keys to life podcast If this episode inspired you, we would love for you to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review. We want to hear all about how God is speaking to you directly. Another way to show your support would be to screenshot, post, and tag us at Life Builder Seminars. Find us on Instagram and Facebook. We are so excited to continue this journey with you. Until next time, may these keys unlock your freedom and transformation.